And whereas the reports of members of the administration so received record defects in the conduct of Kingsley Keys, if not removed, would cause for discharge and dismissal of Kingsley Keys as a teacher in school district. And whereas the board finds and determines that Kingsley Keys has failed to remove or remedy all or some of the previously stated causes, charges, reasons, and defects after reasonably warning and the conduct to date in the school district has been unsatisfactory. That is the Springfield School Board last night, just before they voted six to nothing to move forward with uh, terminating Kingsley Keys, a Springfield music teacher who has for weeks and months opposed vaccine mandates and uh, the option of testing. Uh, and uh, several weeks ago, the school board uh, gave a warning and a timeline for them to comply. Uh, there were two teachers altogether that weren't complying. Uh, one of them, Cadence Cohen, uh, ultimately showing that she has been vaccinated uh, and was making the point that all along she's anti-mandate. Uh, but the next person up was Kingsley Keys, and he uh, has been speaking out not just against the mandate, but also about forcing people to take a medical procedure that they do not uh, support or that they have a conscientious objection to. Well, Kingsley Keys joins us now here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Uh, Mr. Keys, thanks for taking time this morning. I guess let's get your immediate reaction to uh, last night's board vote to uh, set up uh, the possible termination. Good morning, Greg. So, yeah, your reaction. Uh, last night's vote was six to nothing. What message does that send to you? Uh, well, the board has voted 6-0 on several board meetings recently regarding this issue and others. On the initial mask issue, they voted, uh, I believe it was 4-3, to three, but those three who dissented still went over and agreed with the others and have voted 6-0. I don't know why Mr. Ringer wasn't there last night, but I assume it would have been 7-0. So with this, uh, what are your next steps now? Uh, and we'll talk a bit about some of the rationale you have for the position you take. But now that the board has indicated they're willing to fire you, uh, what are your uh, what are your options here? Well, the board hasn't just stated they're willing to. They did. They did terminate. Uh, I'm on my fifth suspension without pay until last night. And... Um, well, what is the way forward? The way forward is I had to come up with a plan B and plan C. Um, ironically, during the whole, <laughs> since March 13th of 2020, when all those teachers had to scramble to just learn how to teach online, which was horrible, by the way, talking to a camera and not having physical students right there. Um, but I, I exploited that, and I really learned to do it well. I got really good and fluid with all of the tools that I could use over that year and a half. Um, and, you know, uh, ironically, Greg, I absolutely adore children and being able to mentor them and pour into them. So I got to the point where I could actually look at the camera, you know, the video camera, and see students, whether they were live or not, and speak to them and speak to their hearts uh, because – you know, I'm a little off topic from your question. I, I apologize. But that whole, you asked, what's the way forward? My plan B and plan C over the last two years has been, man, how am I going to be able to still impact children musically, 
man, I love, I love, love, love music. And uh, so, uh, especially jazz. And so my path forward is going to be to still find a way to impact children and, and uh, impart the love of music and give them a sense of self-worth and, and uh, dignity and just uh, build them up in the best way I can. Would you, that be? I know would that be something like you kind of doing a, doing this independently, uh, right? I mean, being like a, a music teacher uh, that, uh, that that people hire. I know my mom hired uh, a piano teacher when I was real young to to teach me how to play piano. Uh, is that kind of what you're you're eyeing here? Wow. Well, I really don't want to divulge what it is I've got in the works, but I have something that's going to be able to reach many, many. Um, I, I did my first jazz sessions. I started at Capital City Music here in the uh, last couple months. I did a, a month of jazz sessions, four weeks in a row, um, and we had students uh, come on, and we all we rehearsed and played. We gave a concert at the end of that four weeks. Um, for the last 20 years, I've done, I think, 17 jazz camps during the summer. Uh, initially with Chris Huddleston, when she was our principal at Franklin, I did six weeks of jazz camp in the summer for three or four years. And then since then I've done one week and then it got shortened to three days. But, um, that has been a driving force. That jazz camp has been a driving force for me and the program at Franklin. And those students, of course, they're not just in jazz, they're in concert band and all the other ensembles. And it's been a thing that has fueled us and given us much notoriety. And we play the civic center and we go on tours and, those kids go into high school, and it's just been very impactful. So, so my, obvious, yeah. obvious. You have a passion here for uh, teaching students uh, music, uh, and uh, the the Springfield School Board saying, "Well, you're not going to be able to do that here in Springfield." Uh, you also have, uh, you know, shared publicly your passions as to to why you're taking this stand you're taking of not showing vaccine proof or submitting to weekly tests. Uh, crystallize that for for those who don't understand your position on this. Why do you take this position? Well, I'll, I'll address it two different ways. Uh, one about medicine, medical and the autonomy and one from safety point of view. Um, the, the district has unilaterally changed our contract language in the middle of a contract with no voting, with no ratification. And that exists nowhere on the planet in any contractual organization. So the idea that I would have to... And even in the middle of changing, now they didn't literally change the contract language, but they're forcing us into medical procedures, and they've changed the time, the frequency, the location, where on your body, how many times. On the first time, on, on the first Thursday, I don't know if you know this, but I don't know if the public knows this, hundreds of kids are ushered into the gym every Thursday and spit drool tests, and they want teachers to get in line and do it too which is a clear violation of whether I'm vaccinated or not. So, um, you know, from, from the contractual standpoint, it's just unfathomable that they would do that. It's unconscionable that they would, you know, if I was, if I came into your, I've, I've seen your, your uh, desk online. I've been following you for years, Greg. I love you. And don't why. But if I came in and I put a little can of soda on your desk and I said, as a condition of employment, you must drink this once a month. That would be absurd. We wouldn't even, but if I reached across the, the desk with a needle or with a swab, 
72 times or 36 times a year and said, as a condition of employment, you must do this, regardless of any law out there, regardless of any consideration of science of anything or of my not wanting to do it. That would be so absurd. We would laugh at it. But yet that's what's happening. And Greg, I've been vaccinated on tons of things. I have lots of vaccinations. I just don't agree with this one. I'm morally and ethically not aligned with this injection and how highly discriminatory this forced repeating of testing of people who are healthy like me is. So, like I said last night in the board meeting, ultimately I, my, my income and my health insurance and all that I have garnered and gained and programmed over these 20-plus years as a result of my passion, I am not willing to put that above my principles. And, right, I won't sacrifice those personal values just to maintain my career. And that is a huge decision that I made when I drew that line in the sand on September 6th and issued my letter to the district and to the board. I knew it would come to this. Of course, it never felt like it did last night when tears were running down my face afterwards because of 20 years spent, eight hours a day, 15 hours a day sometimes in that classroom and building up students and pouring into them and building programs and just relentlessly doing it. And I was going to do it till I was done, till I'm 60. That's my retirement date. I'm 46. You got, a new, okay. you got a new addition to the family, uh, so that's going to be, uh, you know, you got hands on deck for that. Uh, so there's uh, obviously uh, some passions you have for your family as well, and uh, you, you were uh, uh, taking this position uh, for a variety of reasons and, and standing by that position. Uh, speaking with Kingsley Keys, uh, the Springfield school teacher who the board last night uh, voted to fire, what are the next steps? Are you looking at possible uh, legal action uh, to take uh, in this case? Well, any legal action that would move forward would, if, if successful, would definitely open the door for all the other teachers who have reached out to me in Springfield um, and open the door for them to take the same action. Uh, do I have an actual case in place? I'm not going to comment on that. But, I mean, read between the lines, there's, been, there's, there's lawsuits being filed all over the state um, in regards to healthcare workers, other professionals, and teachers. And by the way, it's so odd. I'm one, one of two, Cadence and I, in this district that were going to be fired, but there's 1,400 just that I know in Illinois. So there is a whole, there's a, there's a myriad of teachers out there in the same boat. And I stand up for all those Illinoisans. Uh, so, so I'm not. It seems like I'm dismissing your question. No, no, I, I, I get it. I mean, it, it, you know, that's a, a standard question we have to ask if you're going to be pursuing legal <laughs> uh, uh, venues here, uh, and you answer mm-hmm. that however you want to answer it. So, Kingsley, mm-hmm. we're going to have to stay in touch on this uh, to, to watch what uh, what's next for you. Uh, but what, uh, you know, you've, you mentioned that you've heard from teachers uh, all across the, the district and the state. Um, what, what What's the, kind of crystallized what you've been hearing from them? Uh, well, you know, my colleague Cadence was on Fox News and Friends, and and since that, and then Donald Trump Jr. picked up our article that was in the New York Post. And a result of as a result of that, I just got even while we're on the phone right now, I just got an email from a girl in West Virginia saying, "I'm standing with you. I'm a teacher too." Um, I've had since this all started, uh, well over a thousand uh, messages. Uh, once I put my name 
on the letter and posted it online, people started reaching out once they saw I was taking risk and, you know, actually going to do it. I've had people reaching out. In fact, the biggest feedback, Greg, has been, I am so, so sorry, Kingsley. I've continued to test, and I just am not going to do it after a certain date. Or, And they say, you know, I've got, I'm a single mom, or I've got family, and we just can't do it at this time. And I am all for them. In my response, I never say, don't test. I just, I decided, okay, I'll stand up, and I will do this and be a, and be a strength to all those that, that need the support. 